this podcast can get a little sweary and dirty and it's just generally full of gay stuff. So should we just just let them know that listener discretion is advised? <clears throat> I think that's for the best, Greg, don't you? Yeah. Welcome back to All Right Darling. My name's Greg. I am a photographer and author, and I'm your private dancer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, hello, everyone. My name's Dan, and I am head of the Pickling Association of Great Britain. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's something I've, you know, really got into recently um, <clears throat> after we bought some pickle forks, uh, pickle, which pickle game changer, what? might I add. Well, we, I, you know, I've been eating a lot of pickles in lockdown, I don't, I, like everyone else, and uh, I uh, was like, oh, God, it's such a ball ache to try and get pickles out with a regular cutlery, and Kobe uh, treated me to some pickle forks. Oh, pickle forks. Pickle forks. It sounded like you said pickled hawks. I was like, I don't... Ah, f- but you know what, mate? That's not you legal. You could pickle anything. You could pickle a hawk. <laughs> it just flies straight into the... the, the you just, is it vinegar? You just got to catch it in the bucket of vinegar. <laughs> come on, Kez. And then, yeah, <laughs> come on, Kestrel. Come on, Kez. And it. it's just pickled hawks, <laughs> oh, uh, which sad. you can then use with your uh, pickle forks. Anyway, anyway, um, um, welcome back to Right Darling. <laughs> welcome back. And we were just saying about taking breaks. Yeah, yeah, taking breaks. And um, I was trying to like make a kind of like crossover with me, like in the you know in the space between this episode and last episode. Yeah. I broke my arm, and I was trying to do something oh. witty with like breaks and breaks, but no, I'm just a stupid bitch that falls over and breaks her arm. To be fair, it's very treacherous. It's very treacherous. Um, you know, when you go when you go hiking alone in the dark. Exactly. Some call it hiking. I call it cruising. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> Some call it cottaging. Some call it cottaging. <laughs> I just call it a Friday morning out with the dog. <laughs> so you um, no, I was actually arm. just going for a hike, but yeah, yeah, slipped over in the mud while taking the dog out for a walk, and uh, luckily, our, our our amazing producer had to come and get me, didn't he? Well, do you know what? It was a bit of an all right, darling uh, team effort, wasn't it? Because uh, mm-hmm. so we were on separate walks with mm-hmm. separate people, and uh, not only did you make the call to <laughs> our producer Kobe to come and rescue you and take you to the hospital. But uh, I think another part of the All Right Darling team might have been on hand when you got there to the hospital. Who? With your broken arm. Who? And what happens when you get to the hospital and you've got a broken arm? Oh, shut up. I thought you were talking about yourself. I was like, you weren't there. No, it wasn't no. fucking... No, it wasn't me, Greg. It wasn't... No, it was... It was the uh, other one. It was the other one. Yeah, Mr. Psychofag. Yeah, Mr. Psychofag. So, it, like, if anyone doesn't know, Psychofag, who who does our our, our theme music, um, is also a is it radiologist? It's Which a radiologist is, who yeah. does X rays. So I'm sat yeah. there looking, you know, covered in fucking mud. You know, literally, I I like I ate it when I fell. Like I, I was yeah. like, you know, full face. I heard that. you went down like a sack of shit. I really did, and it's been locked down, so like, there's been a lot of extra weight on there. I'm just that, lucky. That I, sack is f- f- brimming I, with shit. Oh yeah, I I ate it, but yeah. So I was just sat there, kind of like feeling like a right dickhead, you know, cradling my arm like a like a newborn baby, and um, yeah, yeah out out mints his psycho fag, and he's like, oh, you're up, eh? Oh, what are you, what are you yeah. doing here? And I was like, I just said, well, you know, I, I haven't seen you in ages. So I threw myself on the ground and broke my arm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I love, isn't it? That is I mean, love. she's, I think I love that she is a professional. Mm. Not just, you know, it's not just a side hustle or, you know, just to keep it going. Like she is a trained professional. And if I could, I would have clapped, you know, clapped for the NHS. But No, I yeah, couldn't. but don't. 
but don't no but to be you honest made like, it worse yeah it's it's been I, I did that literally like a day after recording or releasing the um yeah the first episode of the podcast yeah um yeah so the split like i had it in a cast that's gone it was in a splint that's now gone um so how is it how did i celebrate do you ask it oh kind of how, so did much you better. have a wank no, I'm right-handed. Oh. It was my left hand, so I've been waking this whole time. But no, how did how did I celebrate last night? Do you know what I decided to do? Fall over. No, bite down on a fucking fork and chip my front tooth. No. Yeah, you can't see it, but like it's like yeah, you can't you can't see it, oh, but like, I can no. feel it. And I think I've done some like root damage to the one next to it because you know oh, why, why not? not? Why not? Yeah, let's... I mean, life's boring. Otherwise, <laughs> life's boring. Let's break your bones and teeth. Yeah, literally. Um, <sighs> but I, I think I said to you at the time, it's like, there's something nice, there's something so lovely in those situations. And then you see someone oh, yeah. like Mr. Psychophag or, or Ben, I don't know what, what he prefers to be called these days, but Psycho and, ben. and just, and just Psycho Ben, Ben, <laughs> Ben Kofag. Um, <laughs> ben Kofag. It's just, <laughs> it's, isn't that it's like, like, but isn't Benko like <laughs> the breadcrumbs? That's panko. Oh, shut up. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's so nice when you're in that situation. It's obviously really shitty. And then you just see someone and it's like a shining ray of light. And you're it like, it really was. I'm so glad you're here in this. Like, yeah. I really wanted nice. to, there wasn't many people in, in the ward, or in the ward, <laughs> when I was admitted to the ward. No, when I was waiting, yeah. but I really wanted him to be like, come on, babe, you're next. You're on the list. You're my friend, <laughs> you're my friend babe. Come on. Um, Come but, on, but he didn't. The list. He didn't. He gave it to the twelve-year-old girl. She had to go first. The That's bitch. fair, though. No, it's not. Just because she's a child. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, but you're all back to normal. The swelling's gone. Yep, swelling's gone. It's obviously still a bit tender, but yeah. So what? So what? What about you? Have you? It was looking you... like a prize ham for a couple of weeks, wasn't it? Excuse me. Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Anyway, enough about my arm. Enough about my frail, yeah. feeble arm. Yeah. What about you? What have, what have you been up to? Have you broken any bones? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big pursuer of uh, activities. So physical <laughs> Just activities. across the board. I'm just I'm not a pursuer like, of activities, events. Yeah, especially I, I do uh, outdoor or physical mm-hmm. or... Uh, anything that requires like running or jumping or or du- ducking, you know, just I won't do it. Uh, and I think really that's how I've stayed so perfectly intact. Really, I, th- um, I think so. But no, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, still in Lucky D three, aren't we? So uh, it's you know not not a lot has changed. I suppose no. um, we've been watching Mend It for Money. <laughs> I saw one of those and he like they, they mended like a shove halfpenny board and um yeah he, he I think it's wonderful uh but that bring that's actually uh segues into a much more interesting conversation which is uh I was recently brought to uh, it was recently brought to my attention that there was a uh, a, a subcategory uh within our uh queer uh umbrella that was called cottage core. Do you know what cottage core is? I know what cottaging is. Is it anything? To no. Do with so right. Obviously, us being ropey old homosexuals. If it's not getting it's, my it, cock out in a in a, a urinal, I just don't care. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, it's not. I'm sorry. So cottage core is basically like an antiques roadshow aesthetic. <laughs> okay. Right. So cottage core, cottage core is like getting up early on a Sunday to go to a car boot sale. You're just describing my parents. Yeah. Also, actually, just me and Kobe. That's what we do. We yeah. Get up early on Sundays, go to car boot sales. I love, I love chintzy shit as well. Like I will, I love something. I love tacky crap. And yeah, so it's kind of like it's dressing. I guess a bit like a early nineties social worker. This is so specific. Yeah. So imagine like a mid-calf pleated floral skirt and then like a fleece. Like they're going on um, Bargain Hunt. Oh, yeah. Fully that. Yeah. Dan, I think we need to try. We could probably find them on eBay. I want to get some like 
bargain hunt or flog it fleeces. Like you can wear yeah. the red one and I can wear the blue one. Um. Okay. Uh, why have you decided that? Because red just red isn't my color. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we could do a, a bargain hunt edition of the podcast. Let's do it. If uh, listeners, if you want us to do a bargain hunt edition of the podcast, what would that even be? But like, yeah, if you want us to do it, we'll we'll do it. But what would yeah. that even be? It could be called cottage hunt. <laughs> Going and buying oil paintings of costumes and then trying to sell them to men in the toilet. Yes, it, it would work. I I'd think that would that. work because yeah. I bet most of them would be like, "Oh, my wife would love that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Jean at home. Oh, Jean. <laughs> Married for 40 years. That. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, well. All right, well, we'll pop a pin in that one. Okay, definitely. Um, but we... yeah, no news to report really from me, I'm afraid, except that I'm a cottage core bottom. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And um, I am a council flat top. I don't you know what that is. No, you're not. No, you're fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm you're basically. I'm basically like I. I star in trigger porn. That's yeah. that's council fl- flat top, right? You'd yeah. be fine if you keep your mouth shut, I suppose. Um. <gasps> so <laughs> this 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 is why I hate you. This is why I hate you. This is why everyone's all I into hate the you. illusion till you open your mouth, Greg, and a handbag falls out. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, this is something we did. So on Saturday, oh, uh, I love we, this. Um, so okay, so probably just a bit of backstory. So there's a rather famous, well-known corgi in Brighton called Flapjack. He actually reached out to us or his parents and was like, "Oh, let's go for a walk." So last Sunday, last last Sunday, we met them for a walk, and they're really lovely. And Flapjack is really cute. And then this Saturday just gone, Flapjack's kind of like the ringleader. So um, basically they organised a Corgi meetup, Corgi Smackdown uh, (laughs) in a park in Brighton. It was obviously socially distanced and everything. And we managed to get, we got five Corgis all together. What would you call a group of Corgis? Oh, we were saying this is day. I think it would be a loaf. A, a bakery. <laughs> a bakery, yeah. A baker's dozen. A baker's dozen. Or just a bakery of corgis. Yeah, yeah bakery of corgis. Like little, they all look like little loaves of bread. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, that's my life now, Greg, actually. You know, I just, I have a dog and I have dog walking shoes. And, you know, that's, and you know, that's really who I am now part of you being this cottage called lesbian. Well, it's because I'm a cottage called We pro- should probably kind of welcome our guest, shouldn't we? Go for a little break. And we're going to then... be with the award-winning... Award-winning. Arts Council funded... Yeah. ...artist, cabaret artist, drag artist, singer, dancer, um, DJ. DJ, there you go, yeah. Alfie, Alfie Ordinary. I can't wait. Me too. And welcome back, everybody. And we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, Greg, who's our special guest? Um, Because I've forgotten their name. They're pretty pretty ordinary, aren't they? Um, Yeah, they're so ordinary, I (laughs) forgot. It's it's, it's, it's Alfie Ordinary. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) How are you doing, babe? Hello, bonjour, ladies. I'm good, thank you. Bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? What have you been up to? All sorts. Wouldn't you? What have you been up to? Um, You know, this and that. I've been, you know, doing some bits of work here and there. Um, You know, got a new wig the other day. That was exciting. You certainly did. (laughs) Yeah, I saw. Lovely. (laughs) My God. It makes all the difference. Oh, I know. I know. It's all so soft and supple. Do you know what? When we went into the studio today uh, to do some filming, uh, there was a tiny little sprinkling of blonde hair, and you must have just trimmed the fringe or something. And I just saw it, on, or it was from, I just knew it was from you. <laughs> oh my God, I love, I I like, love this. It's your, it was, was your like, sideburn, wasn't it? <laughs> it was my sideburn, my sideburn. Was it your actual hair? 
no, no, it's my wig. It's my wig. My sideburns and my wig were not sticking down. There was like one bit that was sticking out and I was like, Greg, should I just cut this off? And Greg was like, I mean, I don't know. And by that point I was like, I was like, well, you could do. And he like, it, it, it was gone. <laughs> it was gone. It was, it was nice. I walked in. I was like, oh, I'll, Alfie's been here. <laughs> Whenever we used to shoot at my house, like I know you'd been here because there was just so much glitter everywhere. Glitter I lo- sequins. I loved it. I loved it. Clips it was of there. blonde hair. Yeah, clips of blonde hair. It was there for there for months, pretty much. So it's just it's like dra- it's just drag queen herpes, isn't it? You just leave a trail of glitter sequins hair nails do you know I wherever was, you go i was in the gym once and i looked down and there was a red sequin on the floor and i was like it's it's here it's here too <laughs> i brought it here and like and i went back a good few days later um the only two times i've been to the gym and it was still there um oh that's nice i know so i wonder i wonder if it's still there now who knows who knows my housemate's girlfriend um said to me once that she finds sequins in her house as well like it go oh, i've never been to her house and it must have travelled somehow. Uh, they do, it travels. It does, yeah. it's stuck to your feet. It's when you, when you find them in like places that, you know, intimate places. They shouldn't be. <laughs> shouldn't intimate, be. Places. intimate places. <laughs> what are you so doing how, there? <laughs> so how have, you found, how have you found everything? How are you doing? Are you... A, bit, a bit over it, a bit all right. There's something, uh, uh, there's something longer about this, 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 this side of it. Um, and uh, I don't know, I guess... I don't want to use the term novelty yeah. because it's not, you know, it's, it's not a funny, not funny business we're doing. But there's, you know, there's something <laughs> where it's, it's just the same again. Um, and, you know, mm, here we are. Yeah. But we're, we're all inside for a good reason. And I, I um, remain thankful that I am healthy. But yeah, can't wait to get back out and do it. Hopefully the summer's going to be extra camp. Yeah, yeah 20, 21st, 21st of June. 21st of June. I mean, I think we're all looking at that date to... Uh, be the one and I suppose especially for people for performers like yourself like that's going to be the the big golden date to look forward to well yeah I guess so this is the beginning of the rest of July (laughs) 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 I did it um yeah I don't know I'll be honest I'm very I'm very apprehensive um Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about politics, but I don't trust the government. So I'm kind of thinking like, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll take, you know, a pinch of salt with everything as we have. And, you know, it's been so up and down and like, there have been, there were, there was a moment uh, at Christmas time when I was doing a a little camp Christmas cabaret show out, out in the outdoors. And we were just sort of day by day being like, checking if it still could happen. And, you know, because there was there was yeah. places being put into lockdown and we were just, you know, every day looking at the news in the morning and being like, so, show tonight, looks like it. I guess they've not shut us yeah. down yet. But, you know, that's that's the ups and downs of it. So, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm feeling a, a good good camp summer coming. But um, I guess, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm lucky in that my gigs were all outdoors last summer. We, we made arrangements so that brunch could exist on the veranda. By the veranda, I mean uh, they, yeah. <laughs> they tarmacked over the bus lane yeah. so that we could put some extra chairs. I mean, I don't know if it's specifically for brunch, but <laughs> I feel like it. it's like, oh, you did all this just so that some uh, some lovely women can get drunk on Prosecco. <laughs> jo, I was very I was really lucky because my birthday fell in October when everything was sort of kind of all right. And luckily we got to come to brunch for my birthday. Yay! And it was <laughs> so much fun. And oh, my favourite thing about it. the whole thing was, um, was at the end, not because it ended, but um, <laughs> afterwards we were stood outside getting ready to leave. And it was about, it was about four o'clock, I think, uh, by the time we got outside and we were stood there and then this this car pulled up and this man got out looking like looking around for someone and then about 30 seconds later a woman was dragged around the corner by three of her mates <laughs> and she was absolutely annihilated and this it was, it was like i say it was about 4 p.m and this guy was clearly her husband and her mates had rang him up and been like mandy's fucking fucked <laughs> You need to come and get her. And he had a bucket in the car <gasps> and everyone was laughing outside and, and he was laughing as well because she was such a and mess. Well, this was and I was like, that's brunch. the beauty. 
This was at Alfie's what brunch. What did you do to and her, I was Alfie? Like, that was it. Was it was the beauty of brunch, isn't it? The beauty really? of brunch. Listen, I just uh, I just come and I host a nice wholesome game of bingo, <laughs> and yeah. you know things get a bit wild, and you know we, people get taken home by their husbands uh, in a car with a bucket. It ha- honestly it happens <laughs> yeah. so much where I'm just like yeah. politely trying to go home and like saying goodbye to everyone, and there's just people on the floor, and I'm like, girls, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy the four o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, yeah. but, but it's they're only drinking per second. But I see rounds of shots and things going Jeez. out, and I'm, you know, yeah. I guess it's uh, it's t- sometimes I, I I'm feeling a bit camp myself, and I might have a few. And then there was one time that um, it was just rather busy, and people weren't weren't tending to leave. And I genuinely stayed till I think it was seven o'clock. Oh, wow. um, just oh amazing! Playing music like I started too. I did a good <laughs> good like <laughs> three hours overtime because. I was just having some drinks with the people that were there and then there were, tic- you know, song requests. Suddenly it was seven o'clock and it's the evening and there's like a football game on and they're like, we're going to have to stop brunch now. It is now. <laughs> it's now seven o'clock. Uh, but please do stay it's for dinner. It's dinner time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh God, I've had moments before because I've had a nice kitchen there. And I've had moments before where I've like in the break between round one and two of bingo, I've gone and ordered myself some nice cauliflower wings and then been Ooh, like, yes. you know, hosting on two and one, 21. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because the the whole brunch thing, it's a bit, it's a bit of a phenomenon, isn't it? Because it's, I, it's something I've always kind of associated with America originally, mm. and then now it's just, it's so huge here. Oh, I think especially after the first lockdown. And I feel like you're really pioneering it in Brighton. I feel like you're the face of brunch in Brighton, a pioneer. which is amazing. Oh, gorgeous. Well, thank you for that. Um, I've been doing brunch. I love that we're just talking about brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing brunch at the North Bay Brew House for, um, I think, four years now. And when I first started, I didn't really know yeah. what, what brunch was. And they just got in touch. It was Boogaloo Stew that recommended me because he does one with the same ah. brewery up in London and they were like we want to do right, this in Brighton right. in, in one of our Brighton pubs and he was like talk to Alfie yeah. I think he'll he'll be able to do it and then um, I started off just by playing these like party games and stuff and then they were like why don't you just play bingo and then I was like that's too easy don't be silly and then bingo <laughs> happened and gradually it's developed and I feel like brunch has got its own soundtrack and you know it's got its yeah. it's got its own flavour which is you know tuaka and mimosa um yeah. but there's I don't know I, I, I and sausages and sausages exactly and the nice you know yeah. s- s- scrambled eggs um but yeah. I pride myself in making it uh like a just a safe gorgeous kind of space for women yeah. you know it's mostly birthday parties it's and so Hindus and, and I, I, I want it to be camp and silly um, occasionally we get like a table of lads that turn up and you can tell after half an hour yeah. they're like this is not for us <laughs> we're in the wrong yeah place. I've been to one where they were like I've been to one my, one of my other favourite moments as well was uh, to the beat of the music you were going Sit down, <laughs> sit down, because obviously down. people kept getting up and dancing, and it, oh, and you obviously had to crowd control, and it was Aww. you did a great job. Oh, you did a great job it at, became at, like at, a th- yeah thing of t- telling adults off, being like, "You sir, you yeah. need to sit down." That's Ma'am. fun. I love telling adults. When I I used to work in a bar, I used to be a, a cocktail waiter, and um, I used to love nothing more than like telling off that really really drunk straight guy mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. it's so much fun just kind of like you know you, I've, I've, I've asked you once i will get the security guard and then obviously the security guard comes along and, and removes him and it's just mm, feels so it's good power. power it's brilliant power. yeah the power there power. was um during the the christmas show that i did there was a a table of just very noisy lads um and it got to a point where they kept standing up and then the stage manager went over um, who was a dear friend of mine and like for like the final time was like please sit down like like this is covid rules like you know please i know you're having yeah. a good time but please just stay seated and then as she walked away this guy like pulled her faces in like i'm not letting this bitch t- tell me what to do and then like told everyone else to stand up and i like marched over i was like nope not doing this to my friend and i marched <laughs> over and i like climbed on a chair like fairly near them and i leaned over and i like shouted down the microphone and had like a full i don't know where the energy came from um but it was all this 
sort of butch, butch, like, you shit the fuck down, you piece of shit. Before I, don't make me go and get the man on the door. And I just, suddenly all this came out of me. And then as I looked down, I realised I am dressed as Tinky Winky in my little heels. And then this, this man, like, squared up. And he was, like, there. And this fight was about to happen. And then the security got involved. And it's just, like, this big, bold football lad uh, and oh. Tinky Winky. I wish you'd um, hit him with your, like, your red handbag. <laughs> I had the handbag in my hand, Did you? just yeah. like screaming. I think I even had like one of those fans, like a like a cack fan, oh. um, and I think I was like pointing that in his face, being like, "Now listen here." <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I've never. I don't know. I, I felt very safe and protected with the uh, the security team around me, and I was oh. like, "This person needs to be told off by um, the gorgeous, the curvaceous Tinky Winky." <laughs> um, but now it's Saturday afternoon. I do a lovely brunch in Brighton uh, for the last four years. The rest of the time, I am travelling the world, um, doing <laughs> cabaret shows and theatre shows and hosting drag shows. And yeah, I've, I've been down to Bristol. I'm the host of Eat, Sleep, Drag, Repeat uh, in Bristol, which is where all the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, drag queens come from, uh, come from, go to. Uh, <laughs> they all come from Bristol. <laughs> they come from <laughs> Bristol. It's a fantastic place. No, it's um, that's yeah, it's just it's the Bristol stop on the tour, and I'm the host, which is lovely. It's been doing that for about three years, and cool. I feel like uh, there's a nice community of people that enjoy drag as uh, built there, and it's it's been some of the funnest gigs I've done because obviously the 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 scale of the events when you work with some of some famous uh, television stars. Um, we we did yeah. one where it was a show with Sasha Velour and I think Ooh. we had 1,200 people there and the stage was massive. I had a, a Lumiere outfit made, you know, the candlestick from, oh, from wow. yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast and I sung Be Our Guest and then at the end, uh, Joe Black came out as Mrs. Potts <laughs> and did that, uh. did that verse. And then I had I had a hat uh, made like a candlestick which had a big sparkler in it and so then Joe Black lit me on fire and so I had I had my, my hands and my hat on Amazing. fire. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. As a big candlestick, which was really fun to do, um, you know. So, how long ago did Alfie go to sort of professional full time? Oh God, um, probably about four years. It was kind of like um, I had a I had a residency hosting karaoke at the Hampshire Boulevard in Portsmouth. Ooh, if you are familiar, right? Shout out to the HP. Wow. Um, lots of dear queens there. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I actually, um, I said it like I shouldn't have said it. Like that. I actually love Hampshire Boulevard. It's, it's there's camp. something so camp. I think well, it's the only gay bar in 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 the city, and uh, they really keep on top of making it look fresh and nice. And mm. it's, I don't know, it's one of those. One of those nights where you go in and you'll never forget it. Yeah. And I'll leave that with you. <laughs> or maybe you won't remember I I it. Know, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, but it's a fun place. It's kind of, uh, yeah, where, where the sort of professional uh, part of the drag. That was my first residency. So I did that for, I think, a couple of years um, and then started at brunch and... Um, quit my day job, which was uh, taking photos at a popular tourist attraction in Brighton um, and then trying to sell them Duke's back Mound. to them, which is uh, yeah, Duke's Mound. <laughs> me just, you know, taking pictures of the cruising. Uh, but <laughs> Would you describe... Putting it on a key ring. Yeah, on a key ring. Be like, hi, remember this? <laughs> this is you and the other six people you've been hanging out with today. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's been about four years then? About four years ago. Um, it kind of all happened at the same time. I started doing brunch and I did yeah. my first... Uh, Fringe, like full theatre show um, at Brighton Fringe. Yeah. Um, and I won an award there, which gave me some money to tour it internationally. So I went to Amsterdam, uh, San Diego, and Hollywood. Ooh, um, that's amazing. And then I've been doing Brighton Fringe every year since then, and Edinburgh Fringe as well, which was great. A sold out run in yeah. Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's that's it. Just I don't know. That's I, amazing. I, I, I like to say yes to everything, um, which I think uh, you know. And that's the that was the nice thing about making the decision to go full time. It was really scary, but suddenly I was available. I was like, yes, mm. yes, I will do this. Yes, I will go here. Yes, I'll I'll sing that song here. You know, it's um, I don't know part of the joy yeah of it. it's such a shame that obviously fringe didn't happen last year yeah and i don't know if it's i don't know if it's going to happen this year uh but when, when still did you had you be? 
I think it's supposed it's to be May. in May. I think they are planning something for this year, something. whether it's digital, oh, really? outdoor only events. They're planning some. They're, they're trying to plan something okay. so that it's it's still still a thing. But I don't know what. Um, if the Spiegel tent comes back, then I'll definitely be there. Yeah. Um, again, I think. Have you got a little just, something? Maybe we might just go and play a nice game of. Now that's what I call bingo. Um, because that's what I've okay. I've been doing as like a. Um, as like it's just a fun game show. It's musical bingo. It's what we did at brunch. Um. Okay, but cool. I did it down on the beach at the Warren. Did you go to the Warren? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, I did it down there yeah. a couple of times. Just really fun to get together and listen to my eclectic taste of music. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, is there another show in, in you? Do you think you've got another? Oh, I don't know. I've been... In the future, uh, in the future. I said I wrote this one show and it, it did okay and I toured it around the world and then um well it did uh, really well <laughs> it did okay um and i'm kind of like i wrote What's that the off the back of, of doing a it's called help i think i might be fabulous mm-hmm. um you can read the reviews um apart from the one from a i shan't name the name but it, <laughs> let me tell you oh my god what's god, the line tell me it, tell i had a really bad review and you'll laugh when i tell you who reviewed it um oh. which i might do off off camera we, um, we can bleep and, it we can bleep it ah, i love this like so it said the opening line said never have i not connected with a piece of theater so much as this show (laughs) and then oh yeah i must i must do a dramatic reading of the should i do it now should i find it yeah (laughs) please are you ready i'm I'm ready should i do it in asmr (laughs) (laughs) go yeah okay it's been quite a while since i failed to connect with the show as deeply as I failed to connect with this one. It might as well have been performed in Lithuanian. So little did I appreciate what was happening on stage. (laughs) In a terrible misstep, even for a show I wasn't keen on, he gives us a mini lecture about heteronormativity. Oh, God. It just, he did not like this. Oh, but you know, they sound awful. Camp, it's been all right, paid the bills. Yeah, right. (laughs) You still fucking won. So, I mean, despite all of that, I think it's it's camp. (laughs) Who was it? Who was it? It was G. I really I was like they're gonna give me a glowing review of course they will you know I've, I've been yeah. here and there and I've come up against some real hard theatre critics and me and my little bowl cut wig doing a tear away in my sequence thinking they're not gonna take me seriously now five stars five yeah. stars five G <laughs> comes along and they're like this is a piece of shit <laughs> I'm just gonna do some ASMR for you hang oh, on a please sec. please Oh, oh no, wow. that's gonna... how that's how flat my Dr Pepper is. Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're gonna smash the whole bottle of Dr yeah, Pepper. Yeah, go on, chug. <laughs> I love ASMR. I love mukbang videos. I love them. What is a mukbang? What? <laughs> so it sounds delicious. So mukbang videos is it's like a Korean, uh, basically eating videos, and people just eat things, and I love them. Kobe hates it, and uh, he like he hates it, and he'll tell me off. So what is it? it ASMR, it but like eating food. But it's eating, oh, yeah, no. and it's like this. I and they're I like can't. they're like stuffing food in their mouth. No, but it's all it. you get I all that squelchy, I find them- like. Yeah. No thanks. I find them really funny. And with the, the ones that take them really seriously, my oh. boyfriend watches one yeah. <laughs> where it's this woman and she's like, Hello, my love, it's me, Nurse Jessica. Now, if you can just <laughs> sit down and I'll take your temperature. That's all right, sweetie. And I'm like, Whoa, I don't have to. I, like, suddenly, the... I'm in the doctor's office and I'm like, I'm trying to get to sleep. This is creepy. <laughs> like, what the uh, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I put on old episodes of his I'm just trying to eat my dinner instead. But <laughs> exactly. But who listens to ASMR and when? But it's a big thing. My favorite one, who, who was it? It was a drag queen. Um, and she was reading out really hateful comments um, oh. on, but in ASMR, and it was just hearing her laugh um, about people Have- being like, "I think your wigs are made of." You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie, have you have you seen the ASMR version of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes. You know what I'm going to say. Yes. The, the one who's like, maybe you should just have some bread and maybe you'll calm down. Don't talk about the husband. <laughs> it's so good. It's, just, it's so good. Beast. <laughs> How dare you? 
I've still never. I've still. You still never. Oh, Dan, I'll send it to you. I've never I seen it, and everyone's like, "Dan, you need to watch it." I think Real you'll Housewives. really enjoy it. I think there's so much, Maybe there's so much content there. Oh. There's, uh, I've only watched Real Housewives yeah. of Beverly Hills and um, a little bit of New York. I, t- I come in and out of New York because my housemate watches it, um, and I can't, I can't deal with another full, full ten seasons. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, so it's shaped good. my life. I, I I think I saw Lisa Vanderpump have. Um, I mean, there's nothing else to do during lockdown. Lisa Vanderpump yeah. had this stack of candles, and um, for a good you know good while, uh, I found a good stockist of of pillar candles, and I bought as many as I could. Did you? <laughs> and I had them all together, and then I ruined my carpet in my rented home. Oh dear! Uh, and because they just all dripped down the side, and so thanks, Lisa Vanderpump. I'll be sending you the bill. You um, fucked. Also, Alfie's I didn't. Carpet. Lisa Vanderpump ruined my carpet. <laughs> Lisa, exactly. That's that's the G article that should have existed. Yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> that's your next show yeah. right there. That's the title. Lisa Vanderpump ruined my carpet. <laughs> so, no, my next show is called. Oh, what's it called? Homophobic and unblended. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes, yes. I saw that. This is precious. I did. I had. I've always thought that, but I just never said it to your face. What homophobic? That's because you're scared of me. Homophobic and unblended. Yeah. Can you you enlighten our our listeners on what we're talking about? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I made a very off-the-cuff mark, mark, remark, made an off-the-cuff remark on Twitter um, about, um, you know when um, RuPaul claps his hands and says silence? And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, usually it's just like a camp thing. But recently, he's been doing it to Michelle when Michelle tries to speak. And it happened, like, years ago, and it's kind of funny. And and I just felt recently, it just felt a bit sharper than normal. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Just, just, you know, I was just like, oh, God, I wish you would do that. It's a bit rude. Um, and I went on Twitter yeah. and just said, oh, I really hate it when RuPaul claps his hands to silence Michelle. And I think the bit that pisses people off is that I said, uh, it's so uncomfortable watching a man silence a woman like that. And Twitter went ape shit. They, uh, they, <laughs> into meltdown. They went into meltdown. I had people saying that I uh, was disrespectful because I called RuPaul a man um, because she's a woman when she's in drag. I had people saying that RuPaul is the queen and we are her servants. <laughs> Oh my so, god. Wow. And I had people saying, like, Michelle and Rue have been friends for years. Like, you need to butt out of this. I had people telling me to not watch RuPaul ever again. Uh, to people telling me okay. to delete my account. Uh, and then I had that one comment that was just, it was just a tweet on its own. It said, Alfie Ordinary is homophobic and doesn't know how to blend their makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I found it really funny that they were so careful about using. Um, uh, the pronouns of they them yeah. when they were being so goddamn rude about my makeup. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, honestly, I wish they'd seen pictures of me a few years ago. They would see an unblended. I know. Uh, unblended person. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I had all these people being like, "You clearly don't have a sense of humour." And my Twitter profile is a picture of me dressed as Ronald McDonald. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> sit down, dressed guys. as a clown and sit down, guys. Like, it's I could take a laugh here and there. I just said RuPaul was rude. But I think it, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing like about this uh, you know twitter is quite often regarded as a cesspit of of horrible people and a lot of the queens especially uk queens have been getting a real Mm. rough time through drag race Mm. this time and it's just it's just foul isn't it like i have never in my life woken up and been like i'm gonna abuse a celebrity on the internet today like who does that? Like, I, I would love to. I don't know anyone that would do that either. Like, it's a very unless people do it in secret. Yeah, very strange, very strange thing that happens. A very strange part yeah. of our culture, um, and it's yeah. a shame. So obviously, drag is supposed to uplift us yeah. and uplift each other and yeah. be this freeing, wonderful space full of love. But you know, then you've got yeah. then you've got someone like I don't know called. I don't know, Trixie Zamalochikova, 6'9", Carol. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Who yeah. is like, your wig was disgusting last week. I think you don't deserve to be on the show or alive. Like, okay, well, yeah. that's... Yeah. yeah, thank you and for your feedback. It's when they tell people to, like, kill themselves and go and die. And you're like, well, I mean... You know, it's a, you it's, know though, it's Dan, drag it's, show, it's, literally, like, it's, it's like 14-year-old yeah. girls who are saying that. Yeah, it's, yeah, true. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm I might that. be wrong, but it, I think it is that sort of age group. I think it's 30-year-old girls and... Uh, sorry, 14-year-old girls and... Th- You're saying it's the type of people that come to brunch, men. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. They get pissed up on a Saturday and then they go and hell some abuse. Oh, yeah. Your wig's crusty. You shouldn't be allowed to do bingo. 
<laughs> Maybe that could be a game you play at brunch. It's like, who can send you the most offensive <gasps> tweets? Oh, that's fun. And then you read out the best ones at brunch. Oh my and God. then the winner gets a, a shot of Sambuca. At brunch, um, when we were doing it... Uh, through through the sort of COVID restriction times, rather than someone coming up to the table for me to check their ticket, I, they had to send me a screenshot of it through to my Instagram. So I got some really interesting photos coming through. Uh, my favourite one was a picture of Fizz from Coronation Street, just looking really gorgeous. <laughs> and honestly, it really set like a like I couldn't concentrate on what was happening anymore. I just kept thinking about this thing. <laughs> picture of like, Fizz. <laughs> Guys, we're going to have to take a break. I need to get myself another mimosa. (laughs) (laughs) Really think about Fizz from Coronation Street for a moment. I'll be be back in five minutes. (laughs) So by this point, have we all seen the Britney Spears documentary? Oh my God, yes. 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 We've all seen it. Absolutely. And and how, how do we feel? Well, I I feel um, obviously you 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 know what's going on. Um, you know everyone's known yeah. for a while, but never like the full extent of it. Um, and yeah, it's it's fucking scary. It's I think it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Are you a big Britney fan, Alfie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Britney was. I've, I have heard this. Was, <laughs> I love Britney Spears. Britney was like, Britney was my first CD that I ever bought. Really? Um, right. I think it was the Baby One More Time one. Yeah. I mean, I'm that old that I did. Yeah. I did had a few cassettes um, when I was. <laughs> yeah, old. yeah. But genuinely, my first cassette Absolutely. that I bought was the Teletubbies album that they brought out. Oh my god. Um, fair. It might, That's it fair. might have yeah, been the yeah. single. Um, but I had Spice Girls on on cassette as well. But then, yeah, my first CD was Britney. Um, and yeah, so I kind of grew up with her pop music and, 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 you know, and then obviously 2007 happened. Mm. I was yeah. 17 at the time. And I remember watching, like watching Moments Live. I, I watched her come out of like on the um, stretcher yeah. when she was first taken away. Like I, I, we could watch it live. It was available on the internet. It was insane. Like TMZ were just doing live streams from outside her house. Like this poor woman yeah. was being harassed. And I remember thinking back then how dreadful it was. And like, it was around the time that Amy Winehouse died. Mm-hmm. And again, she was being harassed by photographers and paparazzi. Yeah. And, and like, I remember Princess Diana's funeral. Yeah, um, it was 97. You know, where she yeah. was literally chased into a, into a tunnel by paparazzi and had a car crash. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so I kind of was yeah. aware of all these things. And I was just thinking like, this woman is going to die. Like Britney Spears will die. Um, I, I must admit, nothing, I agree with you. I thought wrong. that at the, at, the, at the time, I was thinking it's only going to be a matter of time yeah and it was kind of like we were watching it because because we thought it was going to happen and like Whitney Houston went around that time as well and like these 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 like great people were 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 just dying and kind of as a result of the pressure of the the entertainment industry and but there was something about Britney where the paparazzi went so hard on her I guess she was part of the kind of uh, Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton you know Paris Hilton was building her brand yeah. on being yeah. this socialite and be, and being followed like she was you know photographed a lot and filmed a lot and it was the early days of social media and and you know we had people like Perez Hilton who literally oh made a career out of being horrible about Britney Spears mm. um and and so I just remember watching that happening, and I'm I'm surprised she's alive today. Obviously, very very yeah, glad yeah. for her. But the result of that was that she was put into the conservatorship, which is like you know I guess a sentence in itself. Yeah. Um, and here we are now, twelve years later, she's still in it. Um, yeah, I think that's the crazy part is that she she can't get yeah. out of it mm-hmm. uh, e- easily. And I think <clears throat> I think the main thing it showed up for me was like actually you know. Um, how okay it was to, uh, you know, make fun of people in those places. And, you know, if people now say like they shave their head and they're like, oh, I've done, yeah. a Britney. I've done a Britney. And I think it really highlighted that she was clearly having a mm. breakdown. Mm-hmm. But because the conversations weren't so active about mental health and things like that as they are now... We just made fun. Well, did of you her. see yeah. uh, like Katy Perry? Not even that long ago, like doing that interview. Like she was, someone was um like it was like a red <gasps> carpet thing. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? And she they, had a haircut. She cut it short. And she was like, not quite a Britney. I'm not. Yeah, I've not like, lost oh, it yet. Like, yeah, I wouldn't shave my head. Like, yeah. but like she wasn't saying it about like just having a haircut. She was clearly being kind of like, you know, I'm not weak. I'm not this. I'm not. You know, there was a lot of context, to right? It. 
and then you know like a year later she does have a you know a, a bit of a breakdown herself and it's like not that she deserved that but it's just kind of like well you know now you can see what people go through like within yeah in media it's it's fucking sad yeah. I mean, we had, like, pictures of her, like, the the kind of infamous umbrella oh, incident yeah. with the umbrella yeah. in the car, and she had this freshly shaved head. Mm. And, like, pictures of that were on T-shirts yeah. um, in shops. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, like, people were profiting yeah. off of this woman's mental health. And, yeah. like, I, I guess the thing, like, that we all know, we can talk about it till the cows come home, but, like, it was it was the media and our, our own obsession as the audience. We were, we were watching, yeah. I was watching those videos, yeah. and I was, yeah. you know, buying the magazines that were... The n- yeah. next scoop, you know, of course, Britney was this yeah. situation was making lots of people a lot of money, and we're all part of the problem yeah. because we were the consumers of that. Um, you know, and you know, even now, like I, I spent loads of lockdown watching different. So before this documentary, there's been loads of stuff on YouTube, like fan made ones about the situation and the free Britney movement. Yeah, what was the you, and this you, you told the me first. about one yesterday? What was it called? <gasps> it's called Deep Dive, Deep Dive. Um, and it. It's, it's like a six-parter. The, the part six is going to come out soon, but it goes uh, uh, deeper than <laughs> the uh, than this one. This the, the what is it? New York Times is it? The, yeah, New York Times. Yeah, one? New York Times. It's yeah. interesting that it's like a mainstream media outlet that is now kind of done a full circle and been like, oh, by the way, everyone, yeah. uh, sorry, we've, yeah. we've um, <laughs> it's come to our attention that perhaps we were pieces of shit uh, twelve years ago. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't know. There's a lots of there's lots that I think about when I think about Britney's conservatorship because what we what we have. I mean, what we saw in 2007 was someone that was struggling with mental health issues, mm. um, and sometimes um, the people around her and her family are, are looking after her. You know. I, I, I don't know about Britney, but sometimes people do need looking after to uh, looking after to that extent. Um, yeah. Uh, with you know, with their their finances and their schedules and things yeah. like that. I guess the tricky bit is that she was working and making a lot of yeah. money during that time. Yeah. So it's that thing of like, you know, she is, uh, you know, she's making millions. She's unable to make yeah. decisions, but she can definitely get on a stage. I actually saw her live uh, yeah. at Brighton Pride when she came here. Yeah, same. And I remember yeah, yeah. I was very excited to, to see her. And then she came out and I looked at her and I was like, oh, God, she doesn't look happy or well. No. She really didn't. Yeah. And I felt really bad. No. Um, I was like, this is someone that 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 looks like they... They're being worked to the bone, basically, yeah. which we've, we've seen yeah. so many times. I remember bumping into someone and they were talking about how... She, she, what was the? She was talking about um, uh, a vitamin shot, like an injection of vitamins to give yeah. her like an extra boost of energy. And I'm like, how about a day off or yeah. or some rest some or you know, like she did this exactly. You know, that's it's it was quite yeah. clear from all of her interviews that she fundamentally just wants to be a mother and yeah. wants to be a mother to her children. Yeah. And I think that was you know, the yeah. start of the, the downfall she of it. She even said that was, as well, didn't she? she? Like She would like it to be like a part-time thing. Yeah. She wants yeah, to be like yeah. a, a wife and a mum. And, you know, I, I want to see her go away and like have her own life, whatever she wants to do, and then come back, mm. you know, whenever if, if she wants to come back, obviously, but come back when she's an older woman, I'd love to see older woman Britney. Yeah. I would I would be happy to never see her again. Like yeah. and that's not in like a bad way. I no, just want I her to, to do what she needs to love. do for yeah. herself. Like we've had so much. Like she might be yeah. because of the the time that she's been around because the, the internet and and you know our accessibility to celebrities. We've we've got our fill. Like yeah, we that's true. you know we 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 know everything we need to know about about this poor woman and um yeah. You know, I guess my worry is that we, people are fighting for for the, the end of this conservatorship, and I'm kind of like, we are just the general public. We might know certain things due to things being leaked yeah. and everything, but yeah. you know, what happens if suddenly it's it's all dissolved, and then what we've got is a a, a person in free fall left on their own it just, in just yeah. free fall like that terrifies me as well mm. but like i'm i'm at this place personally where i'm struggling you know just me thousands of miles away being like britney i'm thinking of you <laughs> but like you yeah. know we are essentially we are consumers of her product yeah, totally. um we we were part of the of the problems in 2007 mm-hmm. and here we yeah. are like are we kicking up a lot of fuss when she just wants to be left alone yeah that's Still, true you know and it's i don't know it's very very difficult 
Um, sadly, I don't think there are, from what I've seen, lots of people around her that she can trust. Mm. So it's really mm. tricky. Um, and that's the thing I think I feel that really came out of that documentary was at every turn men had been a bastard yeah. to her Ooh. and had had pushed her for do you know what i mean like with the whole justin and he, justin's even come forward since and come out and yeah. been like i didn't act well right and it's like you know and then her dad and then kevin federline and then that's what's that sam oh yes guy sam lutvey <clears throat> sam lutvey is, is like still fighting for he's part of the free britney movement um, is he oh really yeah yeah, so he was the boyfriend in 2007 <clears throat> and the family. Yeah. Again, like, you don't, you don't know what to believe. The family got um, court orders and what's the thing? The restraining orders um, against him. Yeah, yeah, because they were convinced that he was the reason why she was spiralling downwards because he was an ex-paparazzi um, mm. and it was sort of said that he was kind of selling pictures of her and organising for when the paparazzi were going to be around. Um, his argument oh. is that he was trying to be in control of it so that at least one of yeah. them was in control of it. Yeah, the family really don't want him involved at all. There's so many women, like women in, in like pop that, you know, really, really kind of like succumb to these these people um, because they don't, they clearly don't have a good group of people around them. And they turn mm. to people that, or, or end up with people that literally just take advantage of them. Like, did you, yeah. did you re ever read or like listen to um, Mel B's book? Oh, I didn't. It's Jesus Christ! Like that woman went through some shit, and it wasn't even like what uh, you know, like in her, her Spice Girls days. It was kind of like round, you know, her X Factor days with her her ex husband. And fuck, it was the same sort of thing. Like it was actually kind of worse, like mental abuse. Um, and he he would take pictures of her, blind drunk on coke, um, like having sex, you know, with you know like threesomes and stuff. And he would take pictures and use these pictures to basically, like, if you step out of line, I've got stuff on you. <gasps> it was right. fucked. It was so fucked That's up. I never knew that. Yeah, and like she, like mm. she, there was multiple suicide attempts. Like it, oh, it's dark. What what happens to these women? Dreadful. And it's because I mean, men just hold so much power in that place, don't mm. they? And you know, a man, photos of a man, a male celebrity like that could leak, and his career would be fine. But it would be, be probably even better, right? Whereas it happens to a woman, and their care, yeah, yeah. There's a different, different. There's different standards. There's. And Joel Dommer, who That's it. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it made him famous, but like there was a video right, yeah. video leaked of him mm -hmm. and his career seemed to yeah. take off after yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but then again, we've got the yeah, we've got yeah. the likes of you know Kim Kardashian, who very true, who kind of started with a with a sex yeah. sex tape, and it was Co cock destroyers. The cock destroyers. I think maybe now we're in a different a yeah. different place where it's it's yeah. not a threat. But I, I guess Mel B is yeah. of a different era. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. if that's not Definitely. part of our narrative, then yes, it, it is sadly something that someone yeah. can hold over her, which is terrible. We've we've gone through this kind of uh, yeah. this era of revenge porn and and yeah. what was it? Didn't someone hack Snapchat or yeah. something and get loads of nudes and was holding them ransom and you know? But I guess on Jeez. the back of that, we've now got things like oh, who was that? Who was big? There were loads of people that that was, was it like Vanessa Hudgens or someone? So there was, I think there was a good few, but. Yeah, with um, Joel Domit, I was doing, um, he was doing, uh, there was a group of comedians that were travelling around the UK and going to mm. different people's hometowns, and it was Susie Ruffin. Oh, yes, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so they yeah. came to Portsmouth, and they wanted to come and do drag with Cherry, so I actually as ended in up Cherry painting Liqueur. Joel yes. Domit in drag. As in Cherry oh, Liqueur, the, the Cherry Liqueur. Um, and... <laughs> um, and they kept making all these sausage jokes and like and like they specifically asked me to describe how to tuck to Joel and I had no idea what was going on and then like afterwards when it all settled down the other the other homosexuals that were there were like have you not seen his dick oh my <laughs> like, god no <laughs> what uh, <laughs> and then there they are like everyone's the other side of the room and they're like have a look oh at my this. god like, oh okay well <laughs> yeah um, yeah they're um so yeah. Uh, that's a fantastic video. Yeah. I guess. yeah, well, this is it. Like, I ultimately, it should be nothing that anyone should be ashamed of. You know, sexuality and having stuff out there, yeah. but like shared without your consent. 
that's that's the issue yeah but, i think yeah, that's, that's the, the thing issue, it's the consent. It? i think yeah. it's I think it's quite a violent act to do that to someone. To absolutely to 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 do that without is is an act of violence. I think it's really damaging to people. So well, yeah. this is a um, very chipper conversation, isn't it? Well, I just think you know we like to do the high notes and the low notes. We like to hit and everything in between. <laughs> Revenge yep. porn. Revenge porn. <laughs> Revenge porn. So, so if we, what's what's the Good high God. note then? Let's let's go okay. on to a high note. <laughs> I want to know what's in the future for Alpha Ordinary. What have we what have we got to look forward to? Can you talk <gasps> about the project that you can? Yeah, Good. I can. Um, I've not announced give it us, yet. Give us a sneaky peek. I've got this thing. I can't like, I get so worried about like how to word things and stuff. Like I've been sitting on this for weeks and I'm just like, I just need to pop a little thing on Facebook and Twitter being like, oh, God, doing this thing. But um, I... I've got my very first Arts Council Woo! funding um, for hey. a project. Oh, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And um, we are, I'm going to be doing a series of interviews um, with drag performers that have had long and interesting careers. Um, so I'm specifically interested Excellent. in drag queens, uh, uh, drag performers that have uh, existed uh outside of drag race so before they've you know they've never it's not part of their narrative i'm very interested to to know what drag was like you know back in the 80s mm. back in the 90s through things like section 28 um the aids crisis um all this sort of interesting stuff that i kind of feel like hasn't been yeah you know featured yet we've had yeah, two seasons yeah. of drag race and i see the cast getting younger and younger <laughs> and i i know that you know, yeah. I mean, all drag is valid, but Brighton's got such a rich scene of older drag queens that have been doing it for like yeah. 20 or 30 years. Mm. And I love what they do. And um, I just kind of, uh, I'm really interested in their stories and and how it started. We've got um, Dave Lynn is doing uh, <laughs> one of the interviews. Yeah, and I remember amazing. when I was 16 and I first came out, a family friend um, just sort of, slyly slipped this dvd into my hand and was like i think you should watch this you might really enjoy it um and it was a beautiful thing which was um oh. i've rewatched it oh, recently I actually i was like bloody hell like yeah. and shirley from eastenders <laughs> is in it um which is very yeah. camp and yeah it was like the first gay thing i'd ever seen yeah yeah um and and dave lynn is in it he's he's a drag queen That's in it a, yeah Ooh. yeah yeah um and yeah. he Worked back in the day at the at the, the Vauxhall Tavern with Lily Savage, and so he's got some great stories. We've got Lola Lasagna is going to be on it. Um, who's another Brighton queen? Um, again, I think she just celebrated Amazing. thirty years in drag, um, and I'm like, I am thirty years old. Like yeah. that that that's a long time. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. and it's all well and good. We're we're all here with our makeup tutorials <laughs> online, and you know. Pride events are huge, but like uh, I saw someone posting on Facebook recently about their first Pride event was a protest against Section 28. And I was like, OK, yeah, that's yeah. that is not the poppers filled festival no. that we have these days. So, you know, it's Britney Spears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Britney Spears yeah. in Preston Park. Have a laugh. Like yeah. these people were protesting. Yeah. And uh, I'm just yeah. I'm just really interested and excited to hear those types of stories. Um, we've yeah. got, got Dolly it Rockets coming on. Oh, nice. and she's, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love Dolly love Dolly so much. She's so camp. So I, I work with her at Proud. I'm a, I, so we've talked about it before on the podcast, but I used to frequent Dynamite Boogaloo. Cost your day. About 15 years ago. And that was, that was Boogaloo Stu mm -hmm. and, and, Dolly. and, uh, and Dolly. And uh, yeah, my God. I mean, like you say, Brighton has such a rich queer history. Yeah. Of, of clubbing and drag and and but yeah. you know even fucking in the bushes you know what I mean it's it's really it's rich and it's I think that sounds absolutely have, wonderful have you got like a have you got a, a title or working title for it yes I, I actually Ooh. don't I, I Oh, this is terrible. This is the last. I think. Guess this is why I'm putting off announcing it because I don't know what to call it. Um, the working title was just called "An Interview with a Drag Queen," but um, it might not all yeah. be drag queens. So I kind of, you know, Ooh. I'm struggling with that one. It might just be called "The Alfie Ordinary Show," um, but or it could be called "Homophobic and Unblended." Homophobic and Unblended. Uh... Welcome to Homophobic <laughs> and Unblended. <laughs> well, should, we, uh, should we ask some of the, our listeners like what you, what do you think Alfie should call his show? I would love that. I would love that. I was yeah. going to say I might do a little poll on Twitter, but I think I'll get 
called uh, all sorts of names. <laughs> That's fine. You could you could use those yeah. names, like, whatever they are. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be very very. Um, We'll, think of, we'll think of something, but yes, uh, and any suggestions, yeah, we'll yeah, please let me know. DM Alfie. Um, and slide into my DMs. <laughs> Pictures of Fizz from, uh, from, from Correlation Street. <laughs> but it's going to be available on YouTube uh, in a podcast format, in a, in a manuscript. And also, I think it's uh, going on local television Ooh, around the country as well. So Amazing. We're filming up Brighton Pride Excellent. Studios, which is a full, full studio. I've got a new wig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> so it's going to be all crisp and fresh. I can't wait to sit down with these gorgeous, um, wonderful souls and talk about drag. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so excited. <gasps> oh my god! I don't know if I'm still recording. My laptop went to shit. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Tech support. Ah, oh, Mona's coming. Oh, it's still recording. Everything's fine. Whew. It's still recording. Yay! It's all Thank we you. We got the shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, that is all we've really got time for. But like, I could talk to you for hours, days, weeks. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. Months, years, yeah. months. <laughs> well, anytime you got my number, we're gonna well, have a chat. It's yeah. lovely talking to you, babe. But I, know, I suppose the last thing to do is kind of, you know, give us your your handles. Where can we find you? Um, well, th- first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, <laughs> very well. It's a pleasure. Lovely chatting chatting to you both here and um i look forward to seeing you out in the real world um yes. back doing our doing our thing um and if you wanted to yeah. find me you can find me at alfie ordinary which is alfie as an alfie and ordinary as in normal <laughs> boring average <laughs> um and uh that's on instagram and twitter if you want me on facebook um then it's i just type in alfie ordinary nice. you'll find me um amazing and beautiful yeah Oh, this has been Amazing. so lovely. I don't want to go. Well, oh, thank you so much. It's been it's been a true pleasure. Oh. And uh, just lastly, obviously, big thank you to uh, Kobe Carnage, our producer, and Psychofag, who makes our w- wicked intro. And uh, I guess that all that's left to say is, all right, darling. All right, darling. I'm going to do ASMR. Hang on. Beautiful. Perfect. Thank you so much.